Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's uh, it's been a, a, a heck of a week uh, when you start looking at some of the horrendous crimes that uh, that we've uh, had to uncover and talk about. Uh, the, obviously, the Babcock trial was part of that, but the other the shocker for an awful lot of people, of course, was the the deaths of uh, the Sherman family. Uh, in Toronto, uh, and uh, th- well, the investigation that's going on around this, uh, which uh, is uh, Joe Warmington writes about in the Toronto Sun today, actually seems to raise more questions than it does answer. Uh, the piece is called "Questions Surround Deaths of Billionaire Couple." Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun uh, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML in just a couple of seconds, uh, and and you, just so you understand the background on this, of course, we're dealing with uh, Honey and Barry Sherman. Uh, a family that's well known, of course, in in social circles in Toronto, and of course in the business world. Uh, very, very wealthy couple, uh, of course, because of uh, the work that they have done with pharmaceuticals and their, their philanthropic work right through the Toronto area. And uh, it was a shocker uh, when their bodies were discovered in their home, and uh, police have investigated this. Uh, there's a lot of rumor. Uh, police seem to be rather vague in their description about this which is obviously, I think, why Joe wrote the piece. And uh, I think we've hooked up with Joe now from uh, the Toronto Sun. Joe Warmington joins us here on the Bill Keller Show. Morning, Joe. How are you doing today? Well, doing okay, Bill. Good to hear your voice. It's obviously, I think you've described it well. Uh, it's it's really shocked the community, and you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of questions here. Well, uh, the piece that you wrote today in the Sun, uh, questions surrounding deaths of billionaire couple, I think uh, underscores a number of these questions that we're asking. And uh, since since these bodies were discovered last uh, Friday, I guess it was Friday morning. Uh, at first, it was well, we didn't know what it was, uh, and then there was some talk about suicide. Uh, but it, it's homicide uh, def- detectives that are looking into this. Uh, Joe, you've covered a lot of these. Uh, did, can you make any sense of what you're actually being told officially on this so far? Well, it's it's tricky because there's also politics in the mix here because of the prominence of the people. And so, you know, what? everybody's got to make sure that they cross all the P's and dot all the I's. And so that's what we're, we're, we're dealing with. Now, it is one of the strangest things that I have come across. And, it, you know, you got to remember that in the case you were just talking about the Millards there, in the case of Laura Babcock and in Wayne Millard, and I remember doing your show about this. I wrote these kinds of columns and working a lot with Ross uh, McLean in those days on digging this, this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Those were both uh, deemed, one was, you know, Laura Babcock, no one seemed to know where she was, but there was no criminal investigation. And in the case of Wayne Millard, it was a suicide. And both, uh, you know, turned around to later be determined as homicide. And it's the same with Tess Ritchie here, here in Toronto. So you just never know. Sometimes the unexplainable uh, needs to be explained, and that's where we're at here. But the the questions you raise uh, about this, and you know, it took a while, obviously, to get the official cause of death, and police have released that. Uh, yet uh, you are able, as you always are, Joe, to to be able to talk to some folks, not necessarily on the record, but but uh, people you know that are are well acquainted with the investigation, and and some of the the things that you have found out that police won't officially comment on right now really just make this this a, a, a much more murky picture. I mean, uh, we're not getting any clarity here. I mean, you, you've actually included in the piece today uh, what you've heard about uh, about how the bodies were found and where the bodies were found. And and i got to tell you, it doesn't sound like suicide. No, it sure doesn't. Um, you know, again, 
it's just so weird. I mean, I don't know if it's too graphic to describe it or not. I know if there's children in the car or you're listening with children, maybe take them to the other room. But it's it's one of these things, if I can. I mean, basically, they found them by the pool. There's kind of like a bar there. And they were hanging there with ropes and their, their jackets tied behind their back. So that's in essence to kind of tie up their hands. So you say, well, what does that mean? And is that something that could be done as a pact, or is that something that a murder-suicide, or did someone come in and do this? Now, we've had no indication from police. They still stick to the credo that they're not looking for suspects. They haven't tightened up the scene bill. You know, you don't see the whole street uh, shut down to reflect something like that. So, you know, they're still looking at from what I understand, a suicide or a murder-suicide, if you will. Um, but they have an open mind, as they should, to something beyond that. And these details are really strange. And, of course, the other, the fact that there was nobody that, you know, seemed to know where they were, and then they were found in it the day later. There was staff in the house but hadn't checked the pool, things like that. So it's really strange. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.